Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000 speaking. Death is only the beginning. Good to keep in mind as I navigate through this turbulence. Have a nice flight. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Matt Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Proud to be the judge of all creation. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you do it right. <laughs> if you do it right. But, okay, I can see where we can step into some murky areas here. Murky, but not totally evil. Well, but <laughs> if she deals in just black and white. Yeah. Then there's no gray, and that's always bad. Because, like, what if, say I'm the raper killer. <laughs> yes. Aren't I technically saving lives, See, even though I'm killing people? Yes. Deserved. Deservedly. Yeah. So you're fine. But we, I'm killing people, which is clearly a bad thing. What do you think that old woman in the show did? Like, <laughs> she was pretty old. Okay. So, so basically. What do you mean? All right. This is set up. We watched the Moon Knight. Yeah. And we're talking about Ahmet. Uh, Ahmet. The Egyptian goddess of judgments, I guess. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, apparently she's like the um, embodiment of minority report. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. Those weirdos who floated in the water. Yeah, I was the, like, the yeah, 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 the precogs. That's and right. And she can tell, she judges you on your, your goodness or yeah. your badness. Right. Uh, I wish I I were better with words. (laughs) Well, I don't think anybody's actually bad. They think they're doing right. Yeah, well, and that's, yeah, I agree with that. But, like, uh, she judges you. Even rapists, they actually think they're doing right. And the hawk is, like, her avatar. Yeah. And he asks this old woman, like, she's like, I've been good my whole life. He's like, I believe you. Yeah. But she sees Yeah, all what time. was she going to do? And she yeah. was like 90 if she was a dad. Yeah, so I was so like. what kind of fucked up yeah. shit was she going to do yeah. at the nursing home? I was wondering the same thing. I was like, wait a second. She's like at the end of her days. What is she going to do? I mean, it could be. It could, it could be mm-hmm. that, you know, Ethan Hawke was just giving her comfort and being like, I believe you that you were good. But he knows that she was bad. Or maybe he doesn't even know what Or maybe, about. or maybe he just had to take her life force and she was old. So yeah. he was like, no, you're bad. And just took it. Yeah. Maybe he's misusing the power. You live long enough to become the own villain in your life. Yeah. Maybe he's misusing Ahmet's power. I think that might be what's happening because the dude that he said was a good guy was like one of his cronies. Yeah, that's true. And he was a younger, youngish man. I like how we've just jumped into this show. No preamble. <laughs> if you You're the not... one who asked about the old lady, and then it led to other things. <laughs> if you have not seen this show, you are completely probably lost with what yes. we're talking about. Yes. We did watch, finally, mm-hmm. Disney Plus's Moon Knight. Yes. And I was, oh, well, I guess I'll wait and we, say more We need it. to stop, but what we do need to tell them is this is Moon Month for us. Moon Month. Because of Moon Night, we're going to be watching all titles dealing with Moon. So next week is Moon Boy. Moon Boy. Uh, the week after that is Moonlighting. And the week after that is Moonshot. Moonshot. Now we, and that's our first in-flight movie in a really long time. Yep. And that will be with Lana Condor yep. from All the Boys I've Loved Before. <laughs> yes. It is a YA ra- romance oh, about yeah. going to Mars. 
It's gonna be fun. It's on HBO. <laughs> you, if you, I know you've been at home. Like I'm gonna watch this moonshot movie. You're right. gonna wait for us. You're gonna wait for us. I. Yeah. I don't want to hear nothing I about mean, it. I mean, we also wanted to put Moonfall on there, but by the time it's released to the public, we still have to pay for it, and I ain't going to do that. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, like... Are we Disaster you... movies are what I like to call streaming-free movies. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... They're great, but for free. I like to hoard our big podcast bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yes, exactly. So, you know. But, yes, we did watch Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. um, And let's go ahead and give it a show and episode synopsis, if you don't mind. A former U.S. Marine. Really? We don't get much in this episode. No! (laughs) Struggling with dissociative identity disorder is granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god. But he soon finds out that these newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse to his troubled life, as is so often with superheroes. It is a blessing and a curse. Already, just with that show synopsis, mm-hmm. I can tell you a, a problem I have with this show. Well, already I can tell you with the show synopsis, that's not what this first episode was. So, you know. Yeah, yeah it kind it, of it, is. It's not. Was it, well, maybe we should skip the episode I'm going to tell you, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, I love the hell out of it. Yeah, I did but, too. But um, it's not that. Yeah, so far, it's not that. Yes, it's not that. No. It will be that. And I think I really like this first episode. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling like it might go in directions I don't necessarily want it to go in. I agree. And Because uh, when Mark shows up, then I had a problem. Stephen Grant is such a good yeah. character yeah. at this point yeah. that I don't want him to be replaced with Mark Spector. Yeah. And Mark Spector mm-hmm. is Moon Knight. Yeah, exactly. That was my thing, too. That was my thing, too, because as soon as Mark showed up, I was like, no, this isn't fun anymore. He's boring. He's yeah, he's like, capable. That's not fun. This other dude is so inept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I love the most about him. Yeah. And so, and it, it it was engaging. Yeah. And, and uh, I could easily follow his story. Right, And that's what I really loved about it. Whereas, and I think that does come a lot from, uh, oh, I guess I should do the starrings, but first, Oscar Isaacs, who plays. He did an amazing job. I don't even like the dude, but he did an amazing job. I think it was his choice. Mm -hmm. A, Stephen Grant, Mm -hmm. you know, is not normally the Mm -hmm. main character of Moon Knight. It's Mark Spector. Right. But I think it was his choice to focus on him. Yeah. He's the one who chose to give him the English accent, which is debatable. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was fine. I thought it was like the worst accent ever. And I was like, this but is it great. Does it kind like, of make sense though yes, for him? Yes, it does. That's what I'm that saying. Like bad. I loved his his horridness. I loved everything about it. Because he's not actually British. And I think that's so it why it shouldn't be good. Because you know I don't really like superheroes. I mm-hmm. think that's why I really like the show is because he wasn't a superhero. No. no. He isn't. No. But then this Mark guy comes in. Clearly, he's capable. And he's like And Batman. he's the superhero. Yeah, and I'm like, you're boring. It's like, you <laughs> you got this wonderful guy like this, ain't it? Yeah. And he's like, got all his little thing. And then yeah. at the end, it's like, you have to let me have control. Yeah, I was like, it's me, no. Batman. It's like, oh, but you're going to be so boring. But you're so boring. <laughs> so, yeah, that like, was my thing. So, yeah. um, that's but a big... how many episodes can you make a show of a guy who has amnesia and is sometimes taken over by a mummy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. I think uh, we're getting again really into the show. Let me give the the the, okay. the, the peoples. Oh, we should probably do the episode synopsis. Oh, since you, I did the show. Did synopsis. you want to go ahead and do that? Yeah. Uh, Stephen Grant learns that he may be a superhero, but may also share a body with a ruthless mercenary. Uh, that's not the episode synopsis either. Not not really. No. 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 no, no, no. That's not but, what I got out of it. But this is starring Oscar Isaacs, as we said, as Mark Spector. Oh, and the reason why I don't like Oscar Isaacs, let me be clear on this, <laughs> is the character. 
of Poe Dameron. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, I cannot differentiate between characters and actors. <laughs> well, and I think especially for you, I think that's your really your only exposure to him as an actor. I don't know that. Have you seen him in Dune? anything? Dune. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, the end. Yeah, but that was after. This is why I'm not a fan. You've already, like, you've already imprinted on him as Poe Dameron at that right. point. Right, yes, you, I have. You know, so it's the same problem you're going to have here. Yeah. Although, he did good here. Maybe this will redeem he did, him. He did great here. He did excellent. In I, your eyes. I loved him in this. I really did. Uh, yeah, I I, I... I just thought he was amazing. In I it. thought he was great in Inside uh, yeah. uh, Llewellyn Davis. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting that title right. I okay. loved it so much. Don't even know the title. <laughs> but, well, I'm just saying I hated the character of Poe Dameron so much. Not the actor, but I associate the actor with that character. Right, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're kind of linked. Yeah. And I have a hard time, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have your own issues with that character. I do. It's well recorded. I but hate that guy. You might know Oscar Isaacs from such movies as <laughs> Star Tours The Adventure Continues. Star Tours? Yeah, the ride at Disney. No way. That's great. All <laughs> um, right. The Addams Family, hmm. the animated one. Oh. And uh, Robin Hood. Okay? Yep. The one with uh, Russell Crowe. He was like Prince John or something. No, I don't remember that. You've never seen it. I've never I've seen, seen it. Okay, it. It's okay. terrible. Okay, excellent. Uh, it, it basically takes the... What do you is think? it about as dumb Hood? as an MMO of Robin Hood? How many <laughs> thousands of hundred thousands of Robin Hoods can you have running around <laughs> yeah. in the same damn forest? You're going to have... The dumbest game setup ever. I'm Errol Flynn Robin Hood. Well, I'm Kevin Costner Robin Hood. Now, Robin Hood, this is the Robin Hood, not the one with... I'm um, Terry Elway's Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, great. I play that game. <laughs> and that would be the Terry Elway's uh, Robin There's Hood. There's so many good ones. Um, the problem with the Russell Crowe Robin Hood, this is the one we're oh, referring just, to. Oh, just one problem? <laughs> is Russell Crowe. <laughs> For sure. Quite honestly, it's Russell Crowe, because yeah. he's A... Too bulky. Too bulky for a lithe rogue. Yeah. And then also, I'm spoiling a movie that's like 15 years old. If you don't want to hear about this movie, I don't know. <laughs> it's 15 years old. Yeah. It's, no spoilers. Come on. He was, in my opinion, at the time, mm-hmm. too old to play Robin Hood. Right, right. I think Robin Hood should be mm-hmm. a younger man. Yeah. And um, also, it, it, what, do you, what do you think of when you think of Robin Hood? Like, what, what is like the main thing? The fox from Disney. Oh, he could be in our MMO. <laughs> he could be in I'm being the hot fox Robin Hood. That's my character. <laughs> Sexy fox. Sexy fox. <laughs> oh, little. little. <laughs> that's awesome. Ooda lolly. Ooda lolly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say after I kill someone. Ooda lolly. But um, <laughs> what, what do you think of besides the fox? Uh-huh. What uh, What is the core essence of Robin? Arrows, bows, stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. Right. Yes. Not big heavy flails running Wait, into what? battle as like a commander of an army. Oh my god, that's lame. Yeah, I'm like that's not who Robin That's not is. who Robin He's is. He's like guerrilla warfare and oh you're giving god. me Rambo. <laughs> like it was crazy bad. Wow. It was crazy bad. Anyway, um we also have in this show Ethan Hawke uh, as Arthur Harrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you did really good. Oh my god, he was great. He was great. He was great. Um he was in the show Explorers and White Fang. White Fang. <laughs> we both did the hand We got to do the hand gesture every time you do it. It's White Fang. Um, we have F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu, mm-hmm. who was also in Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> he was in The Zauberflaut and the upcoming The Magic Flute. So he was in... Two uh, Magic two, Flutes? Yeah, so you know, Interesting. German. He is in two versions of The Magic Flute. Interesting. Um, we have Gaspard Yuliel. He's not in here yet. Okay. Um, he wasn't in this episode. 
and Mei Kalamawe uh, as Layla. We hear her voice, but she's we not don't really see her. In. Oh, so she's uh, she's not the woman he asks out. No, that's someone else. Okay, this is like Mark's girlfriend, right? Ah, uh, so that means it's gonna be a Mark thing. Ew. Yeah. I like I like Steve. <laughs> and what about Jacob? He hasn't even shown up yet. Ooh. Ooh. I got some Moon Knight knowledge. Oh, no. I, Nerd I alert. Oh, I, I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I like this show. You know what that means? Not a lot of notes. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of opinions on Moon Knight, the character. Good. Though. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, um, and just like it, things, tidbits. Released, this was released March 30th, 2022. The number one song was Heat Waves by Glass Animals. And the number one movie was The Lost City. With Sandra Bullock. And... Oh, I was wanting to watch that. Yeah, I do too. Is that on? Is it streaming somewhere? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it's an adventure with movie. With Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, some people were comparing I, it to... I like um, adventure movies. Like Jungle were, Cruise and stuff? Uh, Romancing the Stone is what I heard it kind of... Really? It's a romance? I don't know. Yeah. I wanted like a straight up adventure movie. Yeah. Like Jungle Cruise. <laughs> or The Mummy. Or The Mummy. Which this Wait, wait now, now, now the mummy is a romance. Yes. The Mummy is Romancing the Stone. The, and who doesn't love Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss? That movie contains more sexiness. The Mummy? The Mummy. Yeah, oh, I fucking know. That movie is hot as hell. The, than any movie yes. that's ever been made and ever oh, will yes. make. Oh, yes. Mark my words. Yes. Brandon Fraser and yeah. Rachel Weiss yes. and that franchise. I could watch them get it on all day. I mean, like, all day. Yeah. All day. <laughs> all day. <laughs> The best looking people that have ever walked this earth. Ever. <laughs> ever. But um, before we get into that, do you want to hear a little bit about Egyptian gods? You know I do. Okay. You know I love this shit. Now, Khonshu, who is the... Um, we don't even really get into that. No, in this, no, we don't. So we of, just, we barely scratch the surface of Ahmet. We, and we know nothing really about, about his mummy god. Okay, so to explain a bit for people who might not know that much about me, I don't think it's like a spoiler, really, because... Okay. It's a comic book that's like 40 years old. <laughs> All right. Um, but like he is, God, how, oh, I don't know if I should spoil anything. Oh, maybe case. not. Maybe, okay, why don't we just talk about real Egyptian mythology? Okay, but anyway, Khonshu is based on a real god. Yes. Khonshu will show up in this series. Okay. How about that? Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. He is a real, he is featured, uh, he was known as the eater of hearts, mm-hmm. but also he was the god of healing and he was the god of the moon. Cool. A little hint for you guys. So... And so, Moon Knight heals people? Yeah, that's weird. Okay. He's not known for it. No, okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, he is featured in a, 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 a hymn called the Cannibal Hymn. Ooh. In which he is talked about, like, he he helps a, a pharaoh kill and eat gods. Nifty. Don't know if that's going to factor into the that TV should, show. That should, because Ahmed is, is Ahmed, terrified of him. You, yeah, so it may be Ahmed that's where Ahmed is trying is to take, take his power because, like, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's where it's going. I think that's where it's going. Now that actual... I know the mythology, now we know where it's going. I don't yeah. know if these facts are, in fact, spoilers for the show. So I'm going to... Right, we don't know how the show's that. written. We're just guessing. I'm just this guessing. This is our it. best guess. But, like, after watching the first episode mm-hmm. and reading that, I'm like, hmm, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that would make sense. That now he's going to kill the Egyptian pantheon. Yeah, that would be cool. And that's why Ahmet's going after him first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got that Because she knows what's going to happen in the future. Well, let, let's talk right? about... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she's weighing yeah, him on she's, everything. Yeah, she's already weighed him. She already and knows. And, oh, my God, we're talking about the show already. But, like, that's why him being chaotic yeah. is such a problem, because he can't be read. Yes, exactly. And that makes yeah. him, like, 
the perfect like. Well, I think that's vessel. because he has like three different brains. Yeah, and that's who I was talking about with Jacob. Yeah. Right? Like traditionally, Moon Knight has three personalities. Oh, he does. It's, I was counting the mummy as the third. Oh, oh, you mean his actual Moon Knight? Yeah, the persona? actual Moon God. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. He's got typically in the that com- guy in the hawk thing. That's Conchu. That's, that's the moon god. That yeah, was, yeah. I was thinking the third. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. there's another. So there's four. Yeah. Well, no wonder he can't be read. There's four. Yeah, yeah he's got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, so let's talk about some of the gods that he might kill on this, <laughs> this thing. So. Um, oh, put a pin in this because I want to discuss it later, but I don't want to forget about it. Okay. Who asked out his coworker? Okay, okay. Um, who asked Because out I know Stephen did not. Because it clearly couldn't have been Mark because he's in love with Layla, yes? And he had to be somebody who's confident because there's no way in hell that woman of that caliber would be with Steven. Okay. Well, that might tie into what I know about the character, too. So, yeah. So here's some gods that may very well factor into this show. Okay? Okay. First, we have... And I'm not making fun of anyone's religion here, by the way. I'm just giving Oh, Egyptian gods time. are still worshipped. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do they worship Dua? Give me a description. I'll see if I can remember what Rami uh, Romani said about him. Did Rami Romani talk about the god of Dookie and keeping it clean? No. No, he did not. <laughs> okay, Dua. Dua's duty was to dispose of duty, basically. Wow. Get rid of poop. Like he dung was, beetles. He was like, so his thing was dung beetles. Yeah. yeah? Which I was going to say, which sounds kind of like... Ma- we can mock that. That could be like, oh, you're the god of poop. Right. But you know what? At the time... Super important. Sanitation would be yeah. super duper important. Yeah. So the Black Plague started because of all the shit in the streets. I love the fact that well, there is a god of like cleaning rats. up the poop. There's a guy. Yeah. Like this that's is pretty important. great. Yeah. That's an important job. Yeah, exactly. I don't have very much more to say about no, that. No, that's awesome. That's, that's a great god. I'm really glad that they had a god to do that. Because I don't think there's any Roman or Greek gods who, who had that job or Norse jobs. Yeah. I mean, hey, you mythological gods and goddesses experts out there. Other than Egyptian god Dua, yeah. is there another type of god or goddess who has that power to clean up Dookie? Yeah, it's just, just like that's their job, you know? Yeah. See, like, in a lot of these things, I was looking them up. I was looking for, like, interesting or weird Egyptian right. gods. Mm-hmm. And, like, on the surface, everything does kind of sound like, oh, you're the god of poop. Right. But then when you think about it, you're like, dude, that's really important. <laughs> that is really important. They didn't have sewage systems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, another god that we may see in this show, but probably not, is... Kente Kas, I might not be saying that right, uh, but this was the god of dead noses. Dead noses? Noses. So it would take away your ability to smell? Yeah, it was, okay, basically, it, it sounds weird. Yeah, but explain. Like, in their cosmology, they believed that a statue, Okay. think of the Sphinx now, Yes. could harbor a part of a person's soul. I can see that. Right? Yeah. But if you destroyed or cut off the nose, that would kill a part of that person's spirit. That's crazy because all of those, like, Roman statues and stuff have a lot of their noses cut off. So it was, like, a way of, like, killing you beyond the grave. Wow. You're weakening them beyond the grave. Oh, my God. That's some horse shit. Yeah. So this... So white people knew that when they uh, bombed the Sphinx. I think they must have. They had to have in order to, like, slam down the Egyptians. Yeah, to, like... Being like, look, we just killed this god. We yeah. took away its, its smelling ability. Its smelling ability. We know the, the, the yeah. most important part. Of it. Well, you know, That is, like, the biggest insult of, ever. But you think of that, that. You see, like, this is what I mean. Like, you talk about it. Yeah. And it starts to make sense because you're like, yeah. oh, your smelling ability. But it's like, no, that's where you bring in air into your right. lungs, which gives this you is life. life. Yes. And air could be, like, spirit. God, this is 
fucking fantastic. <laughs> this so, is so interesting. Good it, choices, honey. And it also makes me think, like, during periods of, like, regime changes. Yeah. Where you might just mm-hmm. have people going around cutting off noses yes. of the former regime. Mm-hmm. So, um, or arms, legs, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. just anything mm-hmm. to, like, weaken them yeah. further. That is that's so fantastic. So this was a whole god that just protected your nose. That's Protect fantastic. Protect your nose. That is fantastic. I love it. Okay. This one um, was the only one I actually had kind of heard of, but mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about. This is Tough Nut. I've heard of Tough Nut. Tough Nut. Tough Nut. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what Tough Nut means? No, I don't. It means, or it roughly translates to spit. So yeah. she was the goddess of spittle. Ah. Now, why would that be important in a desert climb? <laughs> because she controls water. She controls dehydration. water and liquid and right. hydration. Making sure you don't die of thirst. Yeah, so you have this guy, yeah. and again, on the surface, like, she's the goddess of spit, but then you're like, but do you know But you gotta I'm think poor? about it. Yeah. So, like, a lot of her... No, they're um, desert people. You value water, not gold. <laughs> Thank you, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> second God, time today. second time! Biggest, you give me so much knowledge! Making his second appearance on today's episode. Yeah. Seriously, The Mummy is the greatest. The Mummy is the greatest. <laughs> I love it so hard. <laughs> it's like a straight-up fetish for me now. <laughs> um, and that's why in depictions and art of mm-hmm. her, it's usually just lips with spit coming down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, that would be like almost life-giving. Yes. It's I really see. cool. Yep. <laughs> That's really neat. Um, and my final one, again, this is an interesting one. And I'll, I'll see if you know why this might be important. Okay. I'm not even going to call them weird anymore. They're important. No, they're super important. The more you talk about them, the more you're like, wow, wait a second. That makes sense. This makes it sense. Kind of, it makes more sense than a lot of, sorry, Greeks, it makes <laughs> a lot more sense than a lot of your weirdo, oh, like, for sure. golden shower gods. Oh, my God. How you do know? you get impregnated by piss? Or, or, or just like the fact that lightning, it's like, well, yeah. that's not life-giving. That doesn't, it's just power. Well, I don't know. Lightning is necessary for, for plants. Nit- right, for like nitrogen, yeah, right? nitrogen for, in the soil. Right, yeah. but did they know that? No. Or were they just looking at it as power they from the sky? They were just looking at it as power from the sky, I think. Yeah. 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 But uh, um, the last god I have here is uh, Seppa, mm-hmm. who was the god of centipedes. Interesting. Explain. That's weirdly specific. Yes. Okay, there is a good and practical reason for this. Okay. What is the one thing you know about ancient Egyptians? What do they do? They worship gods. Well, Sacrifice. Mummification. Mummification. Yes. There you go. And what's a problem with dead bodies? Oh, they get eaten by maggots and stuff. That's right. And guess who eats maggots and Centipedes? stuff? Centipedes? Centipedes. Bull hockey. This is fantastic. I really like this. Yes. So like, I like this like logical progression of, of their their mythology. Yeah, it's actually yeah. very scientific. Yes. Because like basically you might not be able to get around to mummifying someone right away, but you don't right. want them to rot or be right. eaten away. So while you're trying so to you cover their bodies with centipedes. centipedes to help. So the centipedes eat all the maggots yes. to slow the decay. Exactly. Wow, cool. Okay. So uh so it helps them kind of have more time and slow down the Nice. Wow. So there you go. So there's that, some... that is fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't that I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. I think that's really incredible. Yeah, I, I, I was like like I said, I was looking for just like because all these mythologies always have like yeah. Weird ass crazy stories and stuff. Yeah. And I looked that up and like I said, like, oh, this is funny, it's a god of poop. And I'm like, yeah. that makes sense. It that makes all makes sense. sense. You yeah. know? So but um you know what else makes a lot of sense, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this show, Moon Knight. <laughs> I was trying for a segue. It wasn't really there. It wasn't a good one. Sometimes you just gotta force them to move on. <laughs> so Moon Knight. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna say about Moon Knight. 
we touched upon this on our last episode. When we quit smoking, uh-huh. we decided a good way to like use some of that. It's to... been what, 12, 13 years on that? Been a while. Yeah. Been, been a while. while. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it needed something to fill those times. Right. Because we would like. Because we like to sit out on, on the, the, patio, the patio and we had this really pretty view and that's where we like to, you know, smoke our cigarettes to unwind and, you know, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. So then it became, well, how do we keep using this peaceful area that we really like? And yeah. we, we started with some comic books. Yeah, so we found a local comic book shop, mm-hmm. and we and we just got, I think, back issues, basically. Yeah. And you had picked Nova, I know, and mm-hmm. I had picked Moon Knight. Because he had beautiful shoulders. Yeah. So, and, and like, Moon, so Moon Knight, like, already there <laughs> is a really cool character yes. to me. He's a, it's kind of reductive. They kind of call him the Marvel Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't really see that in him, but... Okay. Uh, superficially, yes, maybe, but like, um, I just think he's a cooler, more interesting. For character. sure, for sure. <laughs> but basically, but he didn't always start off that way because he started off in another comic called Werewolf by Night. Oh. And he wasn't so much wrapped up in mummy mummy gauze mm-hmm. as he was silver. Why? Because he was fighting a right. werewolf. Right. Oh, cool. So cool. like his whole deal was like, I there's this werewolf going mm-hmm. around. I've been hired, Mark, I'm a mercenary, I've been hired to kill him. Mm-hmm. And like this like shady cabal had given him a silver outfit with silver gauntlets. Cool. And it was like, that's what he did. Right. Like the whole Egyptian stuff was really... Later. Later. Yeah. yeah. So this character has evolved. He has evolved a lot. Yeah. And he was definitely just kind of a boring... Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you read those comics, they're really interesting. I just read a whole volume of Werewolf by Night. Right. But like... um. He went from there to like almost becoming like the horror line of well, werewolves. Like <laughs> yeah. started in that, and and to say this, uh, Marvel is doing a werewolf by night Halloween movie this year. Oh, fun! I'm watching the hell and out I of that. And I wonder if Mark Spector is going to show up in it. Oh, he's got to right. Or, shared or universe and stuff. Shared universe. Well, however, I should say Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. has somehow managed to make it so his contract is only for this show. Wow. That's like most people from Marvel have get signed up for like a yeah. nine picture thing. He managed to swing it for one, so I guess we'll see if he'll show back up again. But I think mm. if they throw enough money at him, he'll. Oh up. yeah, you throw enough money at people, and they're gonna do whatever. He's one you want. of those characters too that he could do this one season, and mm-hmm. then three years from now he could show up in like a Ghost Rider movie <laughs> or something, or Blade. They're making a Blade movie, right. and like people, big cheer moment in the crowd. I'm sure if mm. he showed up. But anyway, so he does have. And his personalities at first were just aliases. Okay. And then that became a dissociative identity. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So he's got Mark Spector, who is supposedly his... His... Real identity. Real identity. Okay. Stephen Grant in the comics is a wealthy playboy, kind of like Bruce Wayne. That's crazy. Because in this, he's he's a poor, kind of... uh, Not very confident gift shopist. <laughs> yeah. And then he has a third one who I do not know. I don't think this is a spoiler. Yeah. He has a third personality personality named Jacob Lockley hmm. who was a taxi cab driver. Oh my God, that's great. Yeah. So, um, so Stephen Grant is kind of a combination I think of Stephen Grant and yeah. the taxi cab driver. What I like about the show, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to give that much comic book information, but 
what I want to what I'm trying to say is I am a fan of this character. Mm -hmm. They have made some radical changes to this character for this show. Right. And I 100% approve of all the changes that they made. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like because that was going to be my ultimate question to you. I was like, so as a huge fan of Midnight, yeah. Do you like this show? Yes, I I mm -hmm. do so far. And like like I said, and what we touched upon, I think my biggest disappointment is. I think Mark Spector is going to be the least interesting aspect yeah, of the show. I agree completely. Like, because he's just going to end up filling in that normal mm -hmm. superhero role. Yeah, because as soon as he takes over at the end, I can say that. That's yeah, it's the first episode. Because yeah. like, there he's all one guy, so you know he's yeah. going to appear. So I don't really think that is a spoiler. No, he's extremely competent. Yeah. It's a funny moment where you laugh. Yeah. But you're no longer scared for him. And that's what I liked about Stephen Grant is you I was were scared. For I him. was scared for him. And a lot of the times when he would black out or whatever and wake up in these horrid situations, it was hilarious. hilarious. And you're scared for him because he can't handle this. He can't handle. Now, I will say something about this. There was an interview the other day and I want to ask you specifically this uh, question. He says that Stephen Grant at least the way he played him, mm -hmm. was on the autism spectrum. Oh, uh, yeah. See yes, that? for sure. I, saw I see it with how he walks. Yes. Uh, with how he walks and how he, like, it takes him a good solid second to take in his surroundings. And I'm, I, and we're saying this as parents of people. Yeah, our oldest, our oldest son is uh, autistic. Yeah. So, so we, we see these characteristics every day happening. Yeah. So, and I think a little bit of me got invested in Stephen Grant, too, because yes. I could see myself. And in this position, yeah, somewhat yeah. like I'm like, oh my god, like mm -hmm. poor, poor. When guy. it takes him a while to figure out a social situation, yes, you know, yeah, and then like I just think it was a kind of a, and I think that was Oscar Isaac's contribution to the mm -hmm. character, and I think it was really good, and because there's a not a lot of people um, on the autism spectrum mm -hmm. represented currently, right, uh, in the like movies and stuff like that, yeah. Especially superhero mm -hmm. type films, so or if they are, they make them so like they, they don't they're do so it good at math or yes. or something. Yeah, and they don't they don't do that yeah. to Stephen Grant. He's capable, but he's yes. capable within his realm. This like and he even, knows so much of this e Egyptology. Egypt, yeah, yes, he has his yeah. interest. Yes, because he focuses on that. Yes, but like it's not like he's like Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man no. or anything like no. that either. It's just a passion. Yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. or, or whatever. And I thought that was really cool. I thought, um, I guess getting in more to the plot of the actual show, <laughs> I couldn't understand why his boss wouldn't let him be a tour guide, except for he's a bit socially awkward. Yeah. But he does seem to know a lot about the Yeah, stuff that, he knows she, that your your graphics are wrong. Yeah. Because like, there's only seven gods on there, it should be nine. Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff is actually quite important yeah exactly in, in marketing when it comes to everything that you're trying to show yeah exactly especially when you you're marketing and some people do know that stuff yeah it's kind of like when you do a book cover for mm -hmm. a certain time period if the stitching is wrong on the Ugh. cut of the dress not Tell everyone's gonna it. notice it but the people who will are gonna let you know oh my god speaking of that i have to come up now with scottish clan covers for each 
effing Highlander, depending on what clan they're from. Oh, so you actually have to look up the tartan? Yes. Oh, wow. And some of their flags, and some of them have, like, fairy flags that are now extinct. Oh, my God. And I have to kind of figure out what they would have looked like. Yeah. Based like, on descriptions from 800 years ago. And, like, 99% of the people out there, if they looked at that mm-hmm. cover on the shelf somewhere. They're not going to know. They're not going to know. But there's that know. 1% of people that are going to look and, mm-hmm. like, write you an angry letter Just about. Just like I know every single era of barns. Yeah. Barns, guys. Yeah. I can tell you what a Mormon barn looks like. I can tell you what an Arm- <laughs> Amish barn looks like. I can tell you what an English barn looks like, a Swedish barn. You name it, I know what that barn looks like. I love that you've accumulated a whole bunch of knowledge that you do not want. It's like you have <laughs> knowledge in your head that's going to make your skull crack open because it's like, I contain so much knowledge exactly. and it's useless. Exactly. <laughs> but to some of these authors, they're uh, like, I once put a Mormon barn on there because it's a barn. Yeah. And it's from the time period. Yeah. They're like, Aaron, that's a Mormon barn. Yeah. I need a Christian barn. What the F? <laughs> wow. Completely different types of barns. And they didn't even like recognize that Mormonism is like a sect of Christianity. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very specific when you're getting into these kinds of realms. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But this this, uh, this show, uh, we haven't really even... We haven't really talked about it, but I feel like... Yeah, we, we have. have. Kind of, We've talked about it a ba- lot. But basically, it starts off with... Someone putting a whole bunch of shards of glass in their shoes, in their shoes, and walking on it, kind of like flagellating themselves yeah. a bit, like a, a religious rite. Mm-hmm. And I just that flashed me back to remember when I got that shard of glass stuck in my foot for like a yes. month. Yes, yes, and and you didn't know what was I happening. It was, I thought it was a, a splinter, but I couldn't get it, and it was mm-hmm. so painful. And eventually, you had to dig into my. Well, I used the light to find something gleaming, and I saw it, and I was like, whoa, oh and my it God, like a it's huge, a huge shard of glass that's, I like, basically not, under your skin. Glass cuts on your feet are the worst. I'll the worst. Right now. I'm just glad you found it. <laughs> uh, and the weird, here's another weird thing. Did the show seem weirdly obsessed with feet? Mm. I was, I, was, I didn't know if the show was, like, making a point of something, or if what I What do you was mean? Just, I only saw well, him on his shoes, and then when he's stepping into the sand. But the sand is, is the key here yeah i guess uh, I, I didn't know if like foot <laughs> when moon knight was carrying you across the beach um <laughs> but uh no because it started off with ethan hawk putting on the the shoes and then it wakes up immediately with oscar well, because he's got an angle ankle shack uh, he's shackle. got an angle shackle and then there's yeah. the footprint but i don't know i it, it just stood out to me like in those first two scenes feet hmm. seemed to be very central to what they were like uh very pointedly po- pointedly pointing at feet, and I didn't know if there was some kind of um, well, I guess, metaphor there that I was missing or will become apparent later. Um, well, I guess because of the feet, there's an awful lot of reflections there and like puddles and whatnot, and the feet are the closest to, to that to that puddle. Okay. So maybe it has something to do with reflections, and I think the ring of sand around the bed it was important to show, and yeah. the footstep in it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I didn't really get a whole bunch of feet. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> My bad. Drop it. Never mind. <laughs> all you, but you're all going to be regretful. Now episode, you're going to be looking. episode six, when this all comes down to an ingrown toenail, you're all going to be looking at me and being like, he knew it from the beginning. He knew it was about the feet. But anyway, the show begins and we have Stephen Grant and he's, I don't want to say his life is a mess, Mm-mm. but like he's He's already trying tired. to stay awake. He, he's afraid to go to sleep. Because he knows crazy things happen when he goes to sleep. Yes. And, and so he's overly tired. Mm-hmm. He works his kind of dead-end job at the mm-hmm. museum. 
he gets put on inventory as a punishment, which I'm like, in retail, inventory's the best. <laughs> inventory's when you Clearly don't... Clearly, have... whoever wrote this had no idea. Inventory <laughs> is when you don't have to deal with customers. You just get to count some stuff. Right. If you have a cool boss, maybe you can listen to some music. Right. I don't know. Like, you know, it's like, whatever. That's an easy job. That's a great job. <laughs> and, and, okay, and then we'll get back to your point. And then, like, one of the tour guides comes up to Steven. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we're still on for Thursday or Friday night. Yeah. Specifically Friday night. Friday night. To go to the steak restaurant. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And he doesn't remember ever asking this person out. Yeah. And his boss, who's a bitch, was like, like. <laughs> Can't, how'd, how'd you get that? How'd you nail that one down? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's like, I don't know. So you wanted to ask. And he was like, so are you asking me out? And she laughs, you know. Yeah. And she, she thinks it's a joke. See, that's why. So going back to your question. My question who was. Who asked her out? Who asked her? It couldn't have been Mark. I think it Layla. was Jacob. I think. Well, we that's might... only if there's a third Jacob and a taxi driver. Yeah. Well, maybe. Since they changed Steven so much. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's one for one. In, in, in history, in the comics, his identities have changed over time. Sometimes, okay. too. There's a, there was a whole run, which was fine. But, like, there was a whole run where his identities were Captain America, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, and Wolverine. Okay. Which kind of correlated a little bit. Like, Wolverine was the bloodthirsty mercenary part okay. of his personality. Uh, Spider-Man was, like, the everyman. Mm-hmm. And Captain America was, like, the straight-up superhero type. Right, right, right. Um, the boring type. I don't think that... It, I don't... I think they were trying to make at that time Moon Knight appeal to more people and so okay. it was like bring in Wolverine because he's got to be in everything in spite of let's bring our popular Oh characters. I remember that yeah that's when I saw I don't think comments. it's as interesting but I think I think there's always been three mm-hmm. you know and I think there's a third one so you got I think you're right I think Layla is with Mark yeah and then I think there's a third person well I want to meet know. Jacob I think we will I I want to I want to know how he got a woman like that too here's my guess <laughs> here's my guess in, and again, speculating. Obviously, we've only anyone's only seen one episode, so I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I could see them throwing in the third personality in the last episode. Yeah. Because what I liked about this, especially the closing bit, the mm-hmm. only thing I did like about Mark mm-hmm. when they finally start communicating with one another mm-hmm. is like there's a I don't want to say loving, but almost like a brotherly affection. Okay. Where like Mark is like, you need to let me take control. I can protect you. Right. Like he's like protecting his other personality. He's not yeah. trying to, like, force him out. Right. You know, so there, there's, like, almost like a symbiotic coexistence going on. Yeah. And I can really see, and again, speculating, this whole season dealing with Steven and Mark mm-hmm. and, be, like, coming to terms with one another mm-hmm. and then another reflection coming on and the, those two are like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You know, like, there's right. a third guy. Right. And then we find out that's Yeah, because this, to me, is kind of dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I think the closest Marvel's come to kind of almost like a horror movie. Mm. And what I liked about it, I heard a lot of criticism on the CG. The CG was fine for me. I, you know, I didn't have a real problem with it. Oh, it's supposed to be fake. Yeah. So, yeah, the CG's not supposed to look realistic. Well, I think they were talking about like when the logs roll down and stuff, but that's so brief. Oh, oh, please. That takes like half a second. My God, if that's uh, what you're bitching about, you need a life. Like, you need a life. So Get one. Think how spoiled we are in life if we're like, oh, that brief second of the logs looked a little fake. Yeah, come but on. Your life is charmed. What I liked more about this show and the horror aspects of it mm-hmm. is all the horror comes out of the corner of your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never quite mm-hmm. see it head on. It's right. always a flat. Like, and I think that's 
it smart in a Jaws way, where oh, yeah, like yeah. you don't show the shark because the shark looks like shit. I don't want to see the monster. The monster's never scary. Yeah, well, it's it, what the monster does that's scary. Yeah, the monster's not scary. Yeah, Ethan Hawke is scary. Oh God, that bitch is frightening. Humans are always going to be way more scary, way scary <laughs> than any kind of yes. monster. Mm-hmm. And like that's what kind of made the ending of this. I don't want to say a letdown, but like when he does take mm-hmm. over and he beats up the Anubis-looking creature or yeah. whatever. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, I was you like, know? oh, I'm so I'm no bored. longer scared. I'm scared for Steven. Yeah. You know, and I love those moments where he would, like, just wake up and he didn't know where he was mm-hmm. or what he was doing. Yep. And I just like like that a lot. But you can't really run a whole show like that either. No, because, yeah, I think if you, you could overplay it. Yeah. And I think they did have to move on a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think I think so it was too. a great hook for a pilot episode. Oh, though. for sure. Um, and I think from now on, we're going to see a lot more interactions with mm-hmm. Mark and Steven yeah. through mirrors and Yeah, whatnot. I think so. Uh, the comedy was, I thought, pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I loved when he showed up in, like, I don't know, a village of Romania, maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and uh, Ethan Hawke was trying to give him this yeah. scarab, and, like, his body was not responding mm-hmm. to him. Trying to take the scarab. Trying to take the scarab. Oh, and then, oh, oh another big moment in this is it with the fish. Yeah. What's going on with the fish? I don't know. Who killed that damn fish? <laughs> Who's going? What's going on with that fish? And who is he calling on the phone who he thinks is his mother? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. I was like, that's not his mom. Because what we know is... And it's always on the answering machine. Nobody's responding. Yeah, we know that his real dominant personality is Mark Spector. He's supposed to be Mark. He's born Mark Spector. Okay. So Stephen Grant is the artificial... Mm-hmm. Who the hell is he calling? Who is he calling every day? Yeah. Like just gauges. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I so like I think this show did a really good job of balancing There's humor. There's so much mystery and intrigue in it, and I think that's why I really like and it. And what I thought was really cool about this too, and I think is very successful on Disney's part, mm-hmm. is this is the first character, like standalone character being introduced in their own show right like all the other disney plus shows before this wandavision mm-hmm. uh captain america and yeah. uh, falcon and yeah. uh, what was loki all, right. all of those oh hawkeye were all based on characters that were established in film now they mm-hmm. introduced new characters yeah but like this is the first one that's like i wasn't in anything else you know nothing about you know me nothing about me <laughs> I'm, I'm being introduced now yeah and yeah. i think moon knight's the type of character that he wouldn't have worked being introduced in a movie oh God, no. How does that even happen? How is he even part of a team? <laughs> well, and a lot of times he's not very well part of a team. <laughs> no. But, um, because he's a little nuts. Right. But yeah, like, because if you introduce him as like a cameo in a movie, mm-hmm. the best thing you're going to do is just have Moon Knight show up and beat people up and it's like, oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, but like, you, the only way to make him, I think, compelling is to really introduce that dissociative identity or disorder mm-hmm. part of him. And that's way too complex to oh, yeah. do in a two-hour movie. For a two-hour movie. movie, yeah. Like, we basically, his first whole hour was just mm-hmm. nailing that. Yeah. And then we have five more hours where we can do the typical superhero Right. Stuff. But with that kind of... So I think they did a really good job. Because, mm-hmm. like, the next one, I guess, would be Miss Marvel will and She-Hulk are the next two that are going to be introduced. Right. That have no correlation, really. Well, I guess Miss Marvel kind of... Well, she's not in anything, but she's... Based on a property that's already established with Captain Marvel. Right. You know. Gotcha. And She-Hulk with Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So, so really, Moon Knight stands alone and like, he has no association with anything that's already that's been That's true. Out. 
Very true. So I think they did a really good job. I want to know what happened to the fish. For sure. Um, and this is crazy. Okay, so we're going to get into reviews in just a second here. So when I was looking through reviews, there was a lot of one-star reviews. And all of them were talking about um, how it was pushing the, its agenda on people. What agenda? Right? right. What agenda do you think it is? What what agenda that Egyptian gods should be worshipped? I don't. What? Maybe what they a, should. They they really. Yeah, they seem to have nailed down life. I don't. I don't. What? What's the agenda here? Do you remember what Ethan Hawke's character says to him in the museum when he's talking about like what would Ahmed have done to Hitler? Right. And all that stuff? Yeah. One of the things he brings up is the Armenian genocide. Yes. And. There are a, I'm telling you right now, guys, there are a lot of reviews that are like, the Armenian genocide never happened. And stop pushing this agenda on us. This is bullshit. Like, and like, there were so are, many. Are they like people who are like, the Holocaust never happened? Basically, is Okay. That's basically okay. Holocaust deniers, but for the Armenian genocide. Wow, okay. And there's so many of them. I've never really witnessed, like, I know about like bots and stuff right. like that. But like, there's so many of them that while they aren't word for word perfect, you it has to be coordinated in some right. sense. Okay. Because like I was like in I was thought it was shocking. And then when we're watching the show, mm-hmm. he just tosses it off as a like a line. A he's list. like he's yeah. like if Amit He puts had a, in their pole pot and Yeah, he's like yeah. Amit and yeah. uh, Amit would have taken care of Hitler mm-hmm. and the Holocaust wouldn't have happened. Pol Pot yeah. wouldn't happen, the Armenian genocide. That's it. That's it. That's all he says. Yeah. And, it, and that was enough to like drive these people to IMDb. Wow. To like give us a one star review wow. and be like, stop pushing your agenda. That's a little scary. Wow. In, in, in these my... people are nuts. Like absolutely nuts. Yes. And, and again, we we both said museums are scary. Yeah. At night. Museums are super scary at night. I love museums. They're super scary at night. I do not like me in a museum at night. No. You know what else is really creepy? And I think it's a understated fear of mine or, mm-hmm. or, or I think it's untapped in terms of like horror mm-hmm. empty office buildings are creepy as hell too. oh yeah they are yeah they're super creepy I've been like the last to leave an office yes and it's terrifying oh my god I cannot tell you how many times my heart is like pounding anytime you're in like a largish building yeah. um, like I've been in office buildings mm-hmm. uh, the last to leave an office building mm-hmm. uh, my mom I've said before worked at a church and mm-hmm. so there were times I was always like last to leave because I had to wait yeah. for my mom and like I'd be like locking up like mm-hmm. the church and like uh, like uh, the big like youth center or whatever and anytime you're in like a large yeah. location where you're like the only person mm-hmm. is super creepy. Oh man, it's terrifying. I remember just being like running every time I was the last one out. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, nope, not doing this. <laughs> but um, there's a, a, in terms of reviews, lots of the hate reviews wow. brought up the Armenian genocide. But okay. they, and they were always so subtle. They were always so subtle about it. They would always say something like, this show was very slow and boring. Won't watch again. Oh, and by by the way, like the Armenian genocide never happened. This is my completely unbiased review. And it's like, but they're uh-huh. always, they're always trying to make it be like it's not that. It's not that. It's just that the show sucks. The show sucks. It's so boring and it drags. And I, I didn't think the show was boring. I didn't vote for Obama because of his policies, not because he's black. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but here here's one from Cinematic Suite who says very boring. 
Let's mm. see if they mention that. I'll see if they mention Armenian genocide. Uh, this has to be the most boring and dumb Marvel series ever. Ooh, okay, of the series that we've seen, what what would you think is the most boring and dumb? I don't think any of them are boring. I mean, I don't like WandaVision, but that's just because she's a mind rapist. So. Yeah, you don't you don't like her for her character. Yeah. I think of all the Marvel shows I've watched, and I keep forgetting Hawkeye, and I really liked Hawkeye. I don't yeah. know why that one. I have like a blank spot in my. He brain doesn't for that. feel like a superhero, and maybe I think, that's and I think is. that's why we don't put him into that universe. Yeah, maybe that's what it is because yeah. that was one of my favorite ones. And I, yeah, I love it. But when I keep thinking of these shows, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that one. Um, I think Loki for me was the most disappointing. Oh yeah, I stopped watching that one. Like third in, in, I I think, because I got so bored. I kept watching it, and it had high highs and low Mm -hmm. lows for me. And like, I think that was the one I was the most looking forward to, Mm -hmm. and the one that just didn't didn't land. I think um, Wandavision for me started. I didn't really like it to begin with, but I grew to like it. Okay. And then the other ones I've liked, I think. Yeah. Uh, Captain America. Like I wouldn't say any of them are boring except for the Loki one. It gets boring. Loki had just a lot of scenes of them just sitting and talking. Yeah, it's kind of boring. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, But anyway, this I did not feel was boring, for sure. No. Uh, it didn't keep me interested. I wouldn't recommend this to anybody. Different casting and a better storyline would probably fix it. But that's the thing. The storyline hasn't really kicked in yet. Mm-mm. And, like, you should know this by now about the D- Disney shows. Right. Like, the first episode is just set up. Yeah. You know, so, like, what, what were you looking for? Right. They should try to do longer episodes or release at least two episodes. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, the way the guy keeps blacking out and we don't even see what's happening is the most dumbest thing. No, I loved it. That's the best part I of the, loved that's it. That's the whole freaking show. Are you not getting this? I loved that. That's, like, the best. <laughs> Uh, sorry, you lost a viewer, and I would have been returning. The no, way... you wouldn't have been. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite. This is why I got this one. The way it's set in London, I can't understand a word from those actors. What? accents. Oh, my. Seriously? So the guy didn't like it because he couldn't understand a British accent. Please, <laughs> for the love of God, uh, don't vote. Please. <laughs> You know this person's got some kind of thick ass, like crazy. Oh my god! I don't want to be mean and say southern accent, aye, but I, I. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, okay, I could almost understand, almost understand people being like, I don't like watching foreign films, right? But for someone to be like, I don't want to watch a movie where people are speaking my language, but and I just, can't understand but it. I just. <laughs> Then turn on subtitles, you dumbass. Yeah, so subtitles, closed captioning is the greatest thing that ever happened. That's uh, that's how I watch everything now. Furnace Funeral says, episode one, random, bizarre, awkward, amazing. Mm-hmm. This feels like walking into a conversation at a party, kind of awkward. But after an hour and nice buzz, you're all of a sudden best friends with your new company. Agreed. Oscar that's, absolutely. That's a, that's a good metaphor. I like that. I like it. Oscar absolutely slays in this so far. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the beast unleashed like in Daredevil and Punisher. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think you're going to get that. I want more psychological stuff. Yeah, I really like the psychological aspect of it. Uh, the best episode of literally everything, anything I've seen in years, loving it. I don't know. If it's, well, maybe it is the best. It's, it's great. I mean, it's good. For a lot of the shows that we do here, yeah. I think... Uh, okay, as compared to the greatest American heroine, <laughs> yes, this is the best. Or, or, or what were some of those other ones, like The Cure, or well, not The Cure, the one with the werewolf, like, sorority or something, or what? charmed with her vagina petals. <laughs> the 
vagina petals. Her vagina explodes. Like, oh, that's right. Oh I my mean, god. <laughs> We've watched a lot of dumb shit. There's so many like cursed. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, so much stuff is out there that's so bad. It's so bad. I like the fact. I like what Marvel does. I know they get a lot of flack for being formulaic and whatever, mm. but I do like that they they do have a formula. But they do know how to like kind of tweak it just a little bit right. to make it a little bit more interesting, right? You know, slightly different from this. Yeah, slightly yeah. different. So green light or, or yeah, green light. Green this. Light. I want to see the rest of this. Yeah, you know? I just I'm just nervous about the the balance of Mark and yeah. Stephen. I don't want to see Mark being all confident all the time. Like that's yeah. boring. Yeah. yeah. Captain There's America no, is boring. This is why like. Wolverine, it when written wrong, or maybe even better example would be Superman when written wrong, mm-hmm. are boring characters. Yeah. Because, like, you have people who are effectively uh, invincible. Yeah. And, like, you have to find a way to spin that story. Yeah, it's not a matter about them being good or lawful. It's about them not being able to be harmed. Yeah. Like, so, there's no fear there. I don't, I don't care. And that's because what, I know they're going to be fine. And that's why with those characters, like a good writer has to find another weakness for them. Yes. You know, like, because the current X-Men line, which mm-hmm. I've been I, I've been reading. Oh, and I'm talking about Steve Rogers Captain America. Yeah. 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 Not the Falcon Captain America. No, no, no. No. Because no. he has his own issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and I think that's what yeah. has always set Marvel apart is they've always been very good about finding those issues. Mm-hmm. I think the problem with Wolverine is specific to to uh, Marvel was that he just had this power creep that basically he could be resurrected with a drop of blood. You oh, know? It's lame. Like, you know, so that becomes... But what I was saying about the current X-Men line is basically they've made it in the current books where death... Is, they've defeated death. Yes. They cannot die. Mm-hmm. They If they die, they can be resurrected exactly as mm-hmm. they are. And... But the thing is, they've made a twist in it that they still keep it interesting. They're like, if death is no, it's almost a commentary on like death in comic books. Like, if we just resurrect them and it means nothing, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what if we really made it mean nothing? Now, what is that story going to be? And you right. have to find that angle. And with like uh, Superman or Wolverine, that if you, you're a good writer, you can find that angle. Like, and usually with someone like Wolverine, it has to be like, it's not him that it's the other people, right? Or with Superman, it can't be him getting hurt mm-hmm. it's the fact that he can't be everywhere at once but right. he can hear all the pain and the suffering in the world but he can't save everyone okay you know so mm-hmm. like you just have to find that that angle of it um hmm. but yeah and I, that goes into this it's like if you show mark specter being essentially invincible yeah. and capable and all powerful that's not interesting to yeah me. i'm not i'm no longer interested if, i'm bored you know watching steven trying to navigate a mercenary yeah. lifestyle yeah. with his skill set. Yeah. You know, is That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you see, I And always, you're scared for him and you and you're cheering him on too at the same time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I'm sure there's going to be if this follows any kind of uh, uh, cinematic formula, there's going to be at some point where where I think we're going to see Stephen Grant in a situation mm-hmm. where Mark is not available to him. You're right. Where he's just going to be... Well, he's already very capable. He's proven himself to be. He's very smart. Like, he... when he would be thrown into, like, the cars or whatever, well, he was still capable of driving them. Yeah. And, like, you know, well. Yeah. Actually, like, driving backwards and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, managing to dodge the truck. He did that all on his own. And, and same with the that weird wolf creature attacking. Yeah. He managed to distract it. He's like, I'm going to throw my book bag over here. Well, that's clever thinking. Yeah. On-the-spot clever thinking. And what I liked about him is it, almost his first 
instinct in any situation mm-hmm. is to run. Yes. Yeah, I like that. And too. that's what it should be. And that, yeah. and for that character, that's what he would yeah. do. Oh, and one other little brief scene that I actually I really love mm-hmm. in this show, uh, and then we can we can wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a scene where he wakes up in a field. He's got a broken jaw. <laughs> yeah. And these people are like, "There he is!" And they start shooting at him. Stephen has no idea what's no. going on. In there, he's like in Bavaria or something, mm-hmm. and he enters this little town. And uh, Ethan Hawke's having these weird ceremonies where he's sacrificing this yeah. old woman. And this like guard comes up to Ethan, uh, Ethan Hawke and he's like, there's somebody here who mm-hmm. killed two of our men. And he's like, he says something in Egyptian. Ethan Hawke says something in Egyptian, like basically bow. Yeah. And like everybody in town bows. And Stephen like, <laughs> is a second late. Yeah, and he it. goes, oh, bollocks. <laughs> and I, I, lo- <laughs> I loved that like that way Ethan drew him out. Yeah. He's like, he's not going to know. No, he's not going to know. And it's whoever's a little bit slow. And, <laughs> and, and that was a really good scene in my, yeah, in my opinion. that was great. Another thing that's really great is piloting the pilots. And you know what? Yeah. It releases each Tuesday. <laughs> it can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Wow. As always, you can contact us. Uh, give me, give me the rest of that. I can't believe I don't have this memorized. It's I been like you, four I years. You, I was really impressed. When yeah, you, you were that. like, "Wow, like, oh, honey, she's got it. I got this. She's got it." <laughs> or rebuttals <laughs> on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us piloting the pilots. We would love to hear from you. So we're gonna continue our Moon Month. Moon Month. And I think you said that the show was Moon Boy. Moon Boy, yes, with an E. And uh, after Moon. Because his last name is Moon. Yeah. Uh, we don't know anything about it. It's no. an Irish show or mm-hmm. or something probably from the BBC. Mm-hmm. And it is on Hulu. Yes. If you'd like to watch along with us. Mm-hmm. Know nothing about it. We know nothing about this. But that's the best thing about this podcast. Exactly. You never know what you're going to get. You know? And then the uh, week after that, we will be watching Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that, we'll watch Moonshot. Yes. And I said this before, you're all forbidden to watch it mm-hmm. until we can watch it. That's I'm, right. Because you guys are going to No spoilers. No spoilers. So anyway, uh, have a wonderful week and mm-hmm. we uh, love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.